Hi, I'm Lee. I'm Ria. I'm Marley. Number one, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very good at like, doing things for me. It's going to take us about two weeks to learn it. Would I want to go to him if I wanted to hug? Absolutely not. Actually, give yourself a bit of a break. Mayonnaise, <laughs> better out of a jar. You've been overruled, everyone. <laughs> 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 Sorry, we're just talking about tenor leaders. Uh, but welcome to the next episode. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Uh, is it really worth talking about? Marley's in, that's why you talk, Marley. HMY. That's why I started saying now. I can't bother for the whole thing. HMY. But welcome to the next episode of Is It Really Worth Talking About? Is it really worth talking about? Oh yeah! Well, hello everybody. Um, to start us off, we're going to be talking about, what is it, Ria? Ria's going to explain it. Cancel culture. Cancel culture. Do you know what that is, Lee? I have no idea. <laughs> no, Do you know what cancel culture is? No, I have no oh my idea. Gosh, you're, in the game. you're joking. You're lying, aren't you? I genuinely have no idea what you're doing. <gasps> Let's about. tell it, Marley. Okay. So cancel culture is quite a... Probably come up in the past year or so, would you say? Yeah. Spill your drink, she's always it everywhere. Um, council culture is about where somebody in the limelight or it's mostly in the limelight or famous celebrities make a comment or do something that makes people turn against them and they're just cancelled, which okay. means they are they lose their followers, they lose their subscribers, everyone turns against them, trolls them oh. and they're you're cancelled, basically. Oh. But some only few can <coughs> escape it. So, like Kevin Hart, they tried to cancel him, didn't they? But yeah. he was not having it. Like, what type of comments would get them? Oh, so go on. So, so at the moment, we this go. week I've been following the drama of Al Darby, who had about seven hundred ninety-five thousand followers on Instagram. So she's like an influencer. She's the one I sent to Marley a few weeks ago. She literally has the perfect life perfect husband-to-be, she has the perfect proposal, she got the perfect baby. Um, she started as a YouTuber and fitness and things Boring. like that. Boring. <laughs> what, the fitness bit? I'm joking, that was a joke, <laughs> I knew you were going to I actually used to really like her. Oh, no. But ba- what's she's come out? Her. She's cancelled. So she started with 795,000 followers like, last week and it tweets came out this week from like 2013 of her being homophobic, racist. Is fattest the word? Yeah. I don't know, like being really horrible about fat people. Fat shaming. Yeah. yeah, fat shaming. Um, um, like the tweets were horrific and it wasn't just the odd one or two, it was quite continuous okay. and there was a lot of them. So her followers, I'm literally like checking them every day, she's lost 100,000 followers within a few days. People were talking about it, being like, if you still follow her then I don't want to know. Or What she said. Well, so that's, oh. that's also the bit that's <laughs> adding to the to the Fuel her to course the because she did a two minute YouTube video clip where she didn't really apologise for her actions or take account for what she's done. It was kind of just like I'm not that person anymore. Really, she's taking no accountability for it, and she did an Instagram post too to apologise, but it was barely an apology, and it's just gone even more. People want to cancel her because she's not taking accountability for what she's done. Um, so yeah, she's cancelled. Molly May's on the verge of it. She is on Why the verge. Why is Molly May on the verge of it? I actually <laughs> feel really bad for her I because she's so young and she made such a flippant comment that a young person who's probably like <clears throat> ambitious and doing well would make. So she, all she said was, we all have the same 24 hours in a day as Beyonce. <clears throat> and she was like, I get a lot of flack for that because I didn't basically come from an underprivileged background. but." Essentially, what I'm saying is right. We do all have the same 24 hours. You'd have to watch the clip, but it, it kind of is very tone deaf because obviously not everybody's 24 hours are the same. Do you know the TikToks oh. are absolutely cracking me up on it at the moment? 
do you not get to me is the one with the pretty little thing so she's um she works with pretty little thing and obviously the people that make their clothes like come under fire because people get paid by three pound fifty to make the clothing and then there's one tiktok where she goes into the factory and she's like oh yeah it's 12 o'clock it's one o'clock now we'll be working till one and she's like what one it's one o'clock now and they was like no 1am she's like 12 hours so unfortunately for her <laughs> she yeah she i i think that's a different way in that she made a flippant comment <clears throat> Yeah, we do all have the same 24 hours, but like there's TikToks going around of people showing that they're on maternity leave and doing all this stuff, and they're like, we've all got the same 24 hours, yes, but we can do within those is very different, mm. depending on what exposure we have or what we're op- open to mm. having, what experiences we're open to getting. So that flippant comment is kind of like, she's made a mistake, or it yeah, was kind people of just... clung <laughs> on to that so Yeah, much. people have gone in on Molly May. Um... Have I um have I but have I missed something in terms of uh, what's, I don't understand culture. why the why that's so bad. What's so coming so bad? I don't about? think it's not so bad, but I think people have really just clung on to it because people on the internet don't waste any time. The memes, the videos, everything. Was, she was so basically wrong, talking about how she it was a really good interview actually. She was talking about how she always wants more. When she got her first million in the bank, she wanted another million. Um and she was like, We all have the same twenty four hours in a day. So if you want it, you can get it. You can work for it. Okay. And of course, there's people like the homeless, and they're like, well, we do want to say twenty hours, yes, but we're not white, blonde, blue-eyed yeah. on a reality TV show. Right. And yeah, from a privileged like, background. She got approached to be on Love Island, didn't yeah. she? So she didn't even right. have to audition for it. And stuff. Okay. Like there's one of the memes where there's like this old man and he's like tapping his watch yeah, he and he's like walking past all the homeless <laughs> yeah. people, telling them they've got this. He's like Molly May says we've all got a twenty-four hour. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, and do you know what? But what gets me the most is like I obviously do find it humorous and it's a talking point. But have people learnt nothing from Caroline Flack? I know, <clears throat> I know. That, how quick was that? I can't remember who was it after. There was something after Caroline Flack that went wrong, and and it was all this abuse was coming out again, and that was a lot of people were then going, oh, it's amazing how quickly people forget. Mm. Hmm. Um, I can't remember who it was, but somebody else did something after and the abuse was unreal. Yeah. Mm. It goes um, to show, though, these people that put on a front for social media and that, but the Al Darby scenario, she um, was tweeting really horrible things. Like, you've probably seen them online. And then there's a YouTube video that she's done where she's saying, like a couple of years ago, saying, I don't get girls why, why girls are so horrible. I'd never be like that. Well, you were. You were one of those. Yeah, um, and not that long ago. And I think that's mm. what people are clinging on to as well, is that she's been very hypocritical in all of these sort of horrible comments and then acting like she's somebody else and she has the perfect life. Mm. So, yeah, she's... Oh, and also the um, oh. <laughs> update yesterday. <laughs> I've been on a topic a long time, but she's been dropped from her talent mm. agency now. So uh, yeah. And there's, there's, there's the TikToks going around of them, and they're like, I'm going to lose my job. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, get up. I think it's just for me. Like, it just fascinates me how quickly like people are people there to like tear someone yeah. down. It must be like it must be mad. Like, obviously, she's got what she deserves in terms of like if she has been like that, and I don't know, she'll get her comeuppance, obviously. But it must be mad for people who have the, are used to this lifestyle, mm. get, and then all of a sudden, within just a week, the rug is pulled. Wow, twenty-four hours, isn't it? Really? It was, yeah. That must be quite. Yeah, it must be mad. Because she's got other family members also that are big on Instagram and influencing, and they've not even commented on commenting on it at all. 
Have you not watched this current series of The Morning Show? With Jennifer Anderson? No. Oh, because she would know. Okay, that's why it surprised me when you said I did, you didn't know anything about cancel culture. No. What if people cancel podcast peeps? What if, yeah, um, what, there's 50 people. <laughs> <laughs> if we go down from 50 don't to 20. Don't cancel us, please, no. Please don't. Let's review our tweets from back in the meeting. <laughs> Mal is in charge of social media, so if it goes yeah. wrong, it's her, everybody. <laughs> Me and Rhea are innocents. Um, I'm not having you, that. Have you said anything <laughs> tonight that, that we should be uh, ashamed of? No, I only had Facebook in, like, 2015, so... I like to think sometimes it's your like I do. If they dig back to like yeah. Lee Harris 2012, what were you saying about that? Yeah. yeah like I, every day on my memories, I do this not because I'm afraid of being cancelled, but because I can't bear to read it. Well, but every day. Of course, I love you, man. Um, I just like sometimes I read stuff and I'm like, oh, that's embarrassing, so I just like delete it. Yeah. Do you ever look back at what you've typed as like a memory? You're like, what the hell was I, I thinking? Well, why did I type like that? Yeah, <laughs> I constantly put used to put things about 10 12 years ago. Every illness that I had. <laughs> oh, I'm in again. We've heard oh, about I've it. I've been no. in bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I know, I wanted the sympathy. Obviously, I wasn't getting it from Could anywhere else. Comment on everyone, uh, probably. Still the wind my beneath love. my wings. <laughs> You're my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> we had a nice family dinner the other, the other day. We all went to Ikea. Well, not Gemma. Oh, we went to Ikea. That was nice. I thought that was really sweet. It was very sweet. Luke was yeah. telling me how your mum thinks he doesn't like me and that he'll probably be dead soon. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> I know. Luke doesn't like you? Oh, my word. So, what? yeah. <laughs> no, she didn't say that. She was just wondering if you were happy. Oh. <laughs> mum, was asked, mum said to Luke, do you think Marley's actually happy with you? And Luke was like, so basically you're saying that she's... Oh, uh, what was it you were saying? She's what? Stuck with you. Stuck with you, that's it. Yeah. Um, wow. Also... Talk to that conversation then I realised. <laughs> just talking Sharon, she realised, Marnie well, went to theatre for the first time. <gasps> oh, I yeah, did. you did. Yes, I went to watch Snow White in the pantomime. It was very good. Did you love the experience? Yeah, I did, actually. Did you, really love uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you love the smell of the theatre? Yeah. I loved the smell of the theatre. The first thing yeah. I noticed when I walked in, I went... <laughs> did you have ice cream in the interval? <laughs> no. You didn't have ice cream? Is this <gasps> Was this a thing? Yeah. That is what you have to have. It, it is about... Tesco Express expressive yeah, some sweet You have to take it alone. It's like ten pound a tub yeah. for two little spoonfuls. Mm. We need to go again. Lid, Can we look after this for a show to go to? Of course. We're going like, to do dance, aren't we? Oh, I know. Well, I can't I'm not invited to that. So. We've not been invited. Do you want to come? No. She can't because yeah. there's seven of us and we're going in a seven seater. Ah, well, you can't come. Can't then. Go. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to remain the PE teacher forever. Let's look for one in like April time. Okay. Yeah. Teacher. Yeah. <laughs> On that photo. <laughs> For those of you who can't remember that, when we went on our family little trip, Rhea joined us and we all had a nice family photo. We all look smart. Rhea joins in for one. She looks like a PE teacher. Just Can we confess? I was very it. early pregnant at that point. Yeah, I'm very you bloated. You were. That, that was all that fit me at the time. He's <laughs> just all that saying. Right now. The jeans were a no go. Right, should we move on to our um, thingy, ta- uh, thingy? thingy time? Thingy time. <laughs> it's Chico time. <laughs> right, let's move on. Right, so today we, uh, as it's our first one of the new year, we're going to be talking about goal setting and uh, and why that's so important and what our goals are and blah blah blah. Um, but yeah, 
Can I just want... say, I think we've briefed on, briefed on this, touched on this. I hate setting goals. Yeah, same. Do you? Yeah. Why? I absolutely hate it. I was going to say to you, it. what do you two think about goal setting? hate it. Why? I hate the pressure of it. Mm. I feel like it's, uh, why does it have to be in January? If you've got a lifetime goal or set, set your life goal. Do you mean you hate New Year's resolutions? No, I hate goals in I general. I hate, um, I suppose both of them. New Year's resolutions more and goals also, I feel there's a lot of pressure around them. Mm. It's nice to have an ambition, but ambition I think is different to a goal. Go on. I think an ambition is, in my lifetime, I would like to be happy within my career and be living happily with a loving family. That's like an ambition. Whereas a goal is more, for me anyway, is more of a, I want to run a 10K under an hour. Mm. Or I want to have two pay rises within the next year. To me, that's goals. I don't know if it... They mean different things, really? Goal and ambition, or... I understand what you're thing. trying to say. I, I look at goals as in, uh, like, um... Do you remember that? I talked to clients about this as well. You know the, um... Takeshi, do you remember Takeshi's Castle? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the stepping stones mm -hmm. when they had to run across? I always think of, um, like, our ambition, or I think of it like our desire, or our dream, whatever the thing is, is on the other side. But in order to get to that, you have to set goals. Mm -hmm. And that is the stepping stones because often people focus so much on the other side that they forget all the little bits beforehand mm. and then when they realize that they're so far away that's why we give up mm. so like for example <clears throat> new year's resolutions you know my, my goal is to be down to 13 stone or whatever the thing is that they're doing then what they end up doing is just when you know after a few weeks they still realize that they're 15 stone instead Which mean the goal that we set last year know, none of us got that <laughs> we did so <laughs> The Christmas before, we were like, what weight are we going to be next Christmas? 13 stone. I'm two and a bit stone away. Ria's obviously gone the other way. I, <laughs> I don't think Daniel's probably closest, isn't he? Yeah, he probably is. But, um, but yeah, so but people forget then, if, if you want to be 13 stone, right, okay, the first goal is to like change the way you eat. Mm. The second goal is to, you know, by the end of January, I want to be down to, you know, 14 stone, seven or seven, whatever the thing is. You've got, for me, goals yeah. are the mini things because... I was reading something earlier, but goals are about the things that give us motivation now. Mm. So you've got to be motivated in order to head towards your ambition or your dream or mm -hmm. whatever the thing is. I think that's probably more what I do. Like set a little... Yeah. Just like like with weight loss, I would love to drop two stone this year, but I'm not putting that as a goal because I just know I'm... Mm -hmm. I presume I'll fail, neck, as I've done for the last <laughs> 27 years. Um, but like my kind of like my goal, I guess, if you will, this month was to drink more water because I don't drink enough water mm -hmm. and eat more fruit and veg. Yeah. So I suppose, and that's like on a stepping stone on the way to Absolutely. that. But what I quite like about the Takeshi's Castle one is that, you know, if you remember on the, on that task, some of the stones slip away from underneath you. Mm. And so like, even on your journey, the J word, sorry about that. Um, you know, there will be things that's you, where you slip up. And then it's up to you whether you choose to get start all over again or you find the closest thing to it and get back up and try and crack on. Um, yeah, You're a very funny. insightful person, aren't you? I have my moments. I have my it's moments. Very clever. <laughs> but um but yeah, so right, so we've established you two don't like goals. What? I love it. I need a goal, otherwise I find that I start to lose control of my life quite quickly, I think. I do actually relate to that, and I was thinking about this earlier. <clears throat> I don't like goals because I hate the pressure and I mm. don't want to let myself down. Like, I wouldn't tell another person my goal because I don't want to face up to that, or if I haven't done it by then, I've got to face up to the embarrassment of, no, I am still whatever mm. I was before. However, 
I was thinking about like the last six months and how I kind of let everything slip, mm. especially like in my house and stuff. And this, the last like month or so, I've really put a lot of energy into like, I'm going to sort the spare room out, I'm going to do this, I'm going to set up my study and that sort of stuff. And that's in turn actually made me a lot more organised and a lot more focused on different things. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I do actually acknowledge that goals are important. I yeah. just would rather not set them for myself. Yeah. But then, but then, like you said, if you didn't, you'd still be sat in your mess. Yeah, yeah. So you need I know. It's just a walking hypocrite, aren't I? <laughs> uh, contradiction. I wonder if they're, like, goals also like that. I can have weeks sometimes where I just think, oh, I can't be bothered. Um, let the gym slip or don't clean for a week. And that, to me, is a big thing. So then I think, oh, I'll ta task myself, I suppose, or wake up and do a list of things that then I have to tick off. I don't know if they're classed as goals or... Yeah, I'd say so. I don't... I think a goal your, for me, I think, purpose? is a big thing. Why are you doing that? Hmm. To motivate me, I suppose. For what? Because you have a uh, tidy house to and doing better. those... Right, so it is a goal. Yeah, that's... I think goal, I think goal is a big thing to work towards rather than just uh, do the washing up. Mm. It depends, Take the what, car it depends for what the thing is. Like, I'm like that... Like, I was just thinking over Christmas, for whatever reason... Like over Christmas, my brain has been like very hypercritical and been having a feel like I even on Christmas Day I was driving to Mum's and yeah. I was thinking I could quite happily not see anybody today. Mm. And that's not like me at all. So my head had had a field day. But my goal normally is to help with my inner critic. I've learned is to stay on top of like, the way I look and the things around me. Because when I let it slip, that's when it normally, like, like you were just talking about, get get quite bad and that's what was happening you know I was looking in the mirror and my that inner critic was vile like mm. really really vile and um but then I'd not cut my hair I hadn't shaved you know I was walking around in my slacks all the bloody time you know my house was you know was I'd leave the washing up for a day or two so but like looking in the mirror of course I was going to look in the mirror and think look at you, you look like a fucking slob because mm. I didn't do anything about it I mm. looked like a slob you know so <clears throat> my goal then was to write okay sort yourself out and do some of that, and then you just, yeah, naturally, I think straight away within a day or two, I felt so much better, mm. so much lighter, just because I made a few goals to get yeah. some crap sorted. Is that goals or changes? Um, well, yeah, they probably come under the same thing, don't they? Yeah, I'd say like probably I can relate to everything you just said on every level. I'd probably say like my goal was to be healthier, I guess, in every sense of the word, mm. like mentally, physically. Mm -hmm. So like when I started to like, I knew like sorting out an office space was going to really help me like with my coursework and just having somewhere to go to concentrate and that in turn would make me feel less stressed less kind of like bogged down so mm. I guess the goal if you want to put that on it was to just be healthier in that way yeah mentally healthier mentally more stable yeah <clears throat> but, there, but there's a lot of research that shows again about you know the, the environment that we put ourselves in you know that we live in the state of that often shows our state of mind. Mm -hmm. So if there's chaos around you, it normally means that there's probably quite chaotic in your head. Mm -hmm. And um, so just to be able to kind of get rid of some of that chaos, whatever that looks like, you're more likely to, I don't know, just feel fresher. Yeah, like a new lease of life a yeah. little bit. Like, you know, like when you breathe new air into a space, like if you have a, like a rearrange, I believe in like doing that like once or twice a year I think that's kind of what you do with your mind sometimes isn't it just like a let's blow the cobwebs out 
Yeah, definitely build a cupboard. And let's not start again. That's like when I take the Christmas tree down, that's how I feel. <laughs> no, you take the Christmas tree down on Boxing that. Day. You're a disgrace. I know, and that if I hadn't have done, I would have got bogged down. When okay. you're saying you would have felt like... What is it though about Boxing? Like, why, why straight away? I think away? because Christmas, I love the Christmas time, and I like the festive season and everything like that but once Boxing Day comes Christmas is over which is also oh, that's so sad. <laughs> but it's quite a sad thing too that like oh that's sad like that's over okay let's get your shit together and that involves cleaning your house well, for me involves cleaning the house taking everything down all the mm. clutter feeling like you said feeling like you've blown the cobwebs away mm. for me anyway and then I start to feel better and ready to be okay yeah let's go into Fresh New Year. Well, this year you can do a Boxing Day, could you? No, I thought I had the COVID. I didn't. The Omricon. The Omricon. I totally respect your reasons, but it's going to take me about 10 years to get over it. Yeah. <laughs> but next year, she's going to have a baby, and if she takes it down on Boxing Day, I Shanice will. will not be happy. Shanice will not know. She's well, in Shanice, six months old. I don't care. She will know. <laughs> I'll kidnap her. I'll tell her. Every year, I'll tell her. A poor child. Anyway, the... Um, <laughs> Was going looking... on a tangent? No. <laughs> we allowed to go on tangents as well. <laughs> but um, one of the things I was looking at was um, name some challenges in your life that you've overcome, but some you'd like to take on this year. So mm. I know you two don't like goals, but actually you're going to set some. Everybody does. You know, you're going to work towards something, or you know, this whether it be really, a Yeah, this year's really weird for me because yeah. I feel like I don't know what I'm going to expect. You are quite ambitious as well, like work-wise, yeah. aren't you? Mm. So now all of a sudden you're going to have to take a break almost. It's a hard year. Yeah, like I was discussing with my manager this week actually on, like, what do I do with my time? Like, I'm not going to have the conversation of like work or like, keeping my brain alive type thing. Don't get me wrong. Yes, I know I'm going to be occupied in other ways. But I don't know what to expect. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that means. I don't know what my life will look like. My days will look like. So it's a bit of a weird one. And that's going to come like smack bang in the middle of the year. So who knows what I'll be feeling or... Like, I think that's why I've also not really thought of goals this year either. It's just to just take each day as it comes. Yeah. Well, because anything can happen. Yeah, but I suppose like, you have got no idea what's no going to come and how it's going to... Like, you know, you've obviously got friends with babies and stuff like that. So you get an idea, but you never know until you're in it. And... Even, like, going back to work, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back to January next year. That gives me a good eight months off. And everyone's like, don't even say, like, you don't know. Mm. That's my aim, I suppose. Or is that a goal? Yeah, <laughs> That's my a goal. aim, to go back in January. <laughs> but everyone's kind of saying, like, you know, don't... Like, my actually goal is I want to work to my due date as close as possible. And then everyone's saying, oh, yeah, everyone says that, but they don't, you know. No, I know quite a lot of people that are, yeah. like, eight and a half months pregnant and still... yeah. You know, cracking on. So it's, everything's just so unknown. She could come early, and then I'm... All the plans I have in my head anyway, the vague ones are up. I know you're going to be preoccupied with a baby, but, like, you you work a lot, don't you? Mm. I do think you're going to go. I don't know. <laughs> I literally don't know. And the fact that, obviously, everything's going to carry on going without you being part of it. You're not going to have, you're not going to have much of an idea. Do you think you're going to be that signed-off parent that's logging into her emails no, all the time? No, absolutely not, no. Those keep-in-touch days. <laughs> but I'll have two oh, days yeah. a month, please. <laughs> right, what's going on? No, I feel like I'll be into a place where I will, that day I finish for maternity leave, switch off and... I just, I have to, I have to just take that. Imagine it goes the other way, I don't want to go back. No, I want to be a full-time mum at home, don't want to go to work. That's the dream, but without the kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's my goal. To confirm, <laughs> I have to go back to work. I need the money. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Maternity pay is absolute poo. Yeah. Mm, it's not good, is it? No, it's not good. Um, 
Sorry, we'll have to get baby daddy in to fund. You can fund our dominoes and things like that. That's that. <laughs> I cannot be eating dominoes because I need to be walking every day. That's a goal. After I've finished, I've finished having labour, <laughs> once I've given birth, I need to be out walking because I don't want to be fat for my 30th. Okay, guys? Okay. okay. <laughs> How do you want us to help facilitate that? If I say, oh, can't be bothered today, you come around, you pull me out. And you say, come on, <laughs> we're going for a walk. We're doing some sort of exercise. Okay. Okay? We'll try. We need <laughs> that we have to pull ourselves out. We first, have to get that DVD back out, Lee, that we used to do. Oh, please tell me. Oh, uh, that DVD. <laughs> Who's was it, Charlotte Crosby? Yeah. I used to oh, love that DVD. The belly blitz. I love that DVD. <laughs> I do love that DVD. <laughs> There's a <laughs> there is a video, especially we do the ending as well, isn't it? Where yeah. it was like peaceful and you have to do all that. But um, we were was in that? good shape then. We was alright, yeah, and the fitness was good. Yeah. It was good. And that, she had that man on there all the time, didn't she? she oh, yeah. What, is, what do you think of this exercise? <laughs> I love this exercise I do. Every exercise. This is one of my favourites. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. The last one was one of your favourites as well, too, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> it was called Dave, I think. Was he called Dave? <laughs> called Dave, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. a hard DVD, but we stuck to that for quite a long time, didn't we? We did. A couple of times a week. Yeah. In my mum's garden. Yeah. <laughs> Dan even did it, didn't he, with Dad us? joined us, yeah. He's a fitness freak anyway, he's fine. <laughs> with the pink dumbbells. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, I miss those days. Not for me. Not for you. You've joined a gym. Oh, yeah, tell us more. So what's your goal with that? Oh. Not fall off the Stairmaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not to fall off the Stairmaster, that's the priority number one. Um, I think because, a bit like what you were saying, like, like when you look in the mirror and you see what you don't like, but mm-hmm. I, I don't do anything about that. It's been really tough, like, as you know, from like studying and working as well. Like, it's really tough to fit in like other things. And when you have a bit of energy, like sometimes you think, oh, I've got the energy now to like write part of my essay or something. So that's what's going to go on. Or like sometimes I just want to just relax and switch off from everything. So like, and I don't really enjoy fitness ever. Like, in PE, I never liked PE at school. Like, I used to get my mum to write me notes and stuff as to why I couldn't do it. I've just never, ever been about it. Um, but I just need to do something, you know? Like, I feel like it's like a vicious circle because I feel like I've never got any energy, but that's going to give me energy. If I eat better, it'll give me energy. Like, I'll just mm. start looking at things a bit better and probably looking at myself a bit better because, as we all know, I'm very self-critical. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Just a tad. And I think I kind of realised like that's probably like one of my goals to be less self-critical. Yeah, mine too. Yeah. Um, I think my biggest goal of the year is to set up business with you, really. Yeah. That's my biggest. Even if it's not completely set in stone, I'd like it to be by the end of the year. But if we were on the track to that, yeah, that's like. That's but, what I'm like in setting goals. I, I give myself like a little fallback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like I think it, that's even I was thinking about that today on the drive home. I was thinking, you know, my biggest goal will be to set up the business mm. together. But in order to do that, I think that's the dream. That's the the ambition. Mm. But in order to do that, we need to set up some goals. Like we need to make sure we have an appointment with the accountant. We need to understand yeah. what it is that we're actually getting into. We need to then set up an appointment with a bank, you know, and. Mm to see whether we can, how much money we can get to start a business and that we need to find some premises. So they're all the little goals for me because you're never going to get to that bit of ambition without yeah. those those steps in, in, in front. Um, but yeah, I suppose that's the big one for us, mm, setting up that business. 
and getting to the end. 28th of June, qualify. That's my last yeah, day. Yeah, you've got a big year, really. That's my big goal. That's my other big goal. I'd like to drive this year. You could potentially have a massive year, couldn't you? I mm. could. I, there's, I think that's what also gives me the fear, because there's so much riding on this year that I could do, and that's why I don't like goals. This is the pressure, guys. What if I'm just... I, You know, like, when you clean your room mm. and you pull everything out and you're like, I'm going to have a real good sort out... I am very guilty with like doing that with my life. So and then I do that and then you're sat there and like I wish I'd never pulled all this out now. So when I like set goals of like things I want to do, I'm like, oh it's a bit overwhelming. I'm just gonna put them back. <laughs> just pick out maybe a well, little yeah, bit. Well yeah, there is like a lot going on for you this year that mm. like if you don't hit some like, if you don't learn to drive fully then that's okay. Yeah. If you may start if you've had a few lessons or and you're on your way to that then mm. For you, you probably feel better that you started or you've made a headway into doing that. Mm. But yeah, there is a lot for you this year, actually. It's a big year. It's a big year, guys. Just literally baby steps is how I'm taking You're it. You're moving to Abbeydale? Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually would like to. It wouldn't bother Like, I think it's quite... I think it would be very good for my life. It's a very... It is a nice area, isn't it? Like, really we don't nice get any area. issues here whatsoever. I'm <laughs> just selling it now. I know, yeah. <laughs> We've Please, got guys, I know you really want me to move here. <laughs> <laughs> Look at where I live. I've got Morrison's there. I've got Tesco's there. And then we've got a chippy, which oh, is really the nice. Polash. Then we've got the Polash, Rubis. the Indian. We've got Rubis, the Chinese. There's a kebab van, and he's very good. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually Literally, sold. there's two hairdressers around the corner. Like, <laughs> I could my own hair. I was thinking, just looking at you under this lighting, you actually look really good. Have you dyed it as well? Yeah, I cut it. I dyed it. nice. <laughs> Thank Very them. nice. You're you like your hairdresser now. <laughs> Sorry, Misha, if you're listening. Because <laughs> I'm le petit so. <laughs> <laughs> What about you? What? This year, what are your big goals? Uh, my goal, obviously, the business. I think for personal goal is to kind of get to a place where I am less critical. Like, it, it got to a place over Christmas and New Year where it was just ridiculous. Um, it's interesting being with. Philip, who won't have any of it. Mm. Like, if I even make a joke about my weight or anything like that, he literally won't have any of it. So it's quite, I don't know, it's quite interesting being around that. So I have to, I don't know. Do you struggle with that? I did, yeah. I still do, a little bit. Because, like, even at times, like, when I'm making jokes that aren't that serious, I'm like, you can join in with them. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do Like, I find you really attractive, that's it, end of. Still the honeymoon phase, guys. Still the honeymoon, I know. Wait till you get down the I said, you've still got your lug buggers on, so it's fine. (laughs) Your fat Uh, pig, come and clean up your stuff in the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, in a year's time. I'll be sat here going, I wish Phil would be nicer to me. (laughs) But, um, yeah, no, the the critical voice is just terrible, so I need to learn... um, Do you worry about that? that? Not worry about that, as in... Do you think there's a point where, like, I've never had a partner that's been critical either of weight or anything like that. I think that's sort of been a boundary that you wouldn't really cross. But the point to where you're like, no, I am putting on a lot of weight now, put five stone on, like, <laughs> I, I, I need you to help me now, to help yeah. me lose weight type thing, rather yeah. than just keep telling me, no, you look great, you look really good. Like, your partner, I think, is the one to be, like, encouraging you and motivating you to be the one to help you with your... It's tough. I was thinking about this not so long ago, and I was thinking, obviously, with my relationship with Daniel before, like we were, I think, quite shaming of each other at times, and you know, there were points <laughs> where we did tell each other that we, the other one had put on weight, and I and I still remember the conversation now being led in the bed where Daniel just went, "You've got fat," <gasps> and 
and like not in a shaming way, but that was the words he used. And I remember then in that moment, you've gotten fatter or whatever it was. And I remember in that moment, like obviously taking that really seriously. And but at the same time, like you just said, I would want a partner that would kind of go like I know it's important to you. Yeah. And I've noticed you've put on weight. Yeah. So you know, I suppose it's just how it's set. Let's isn't go it? to but the gym a few times yeah, a or week. Something. And he always works. Like we yeah. went to the gym quite a lot. So, yeah, the biscuit down. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah let's start thing. making healthy teas. Not you know being like, God, you're a bit fat, or you put weight on these. But days. it's interesting at the same time. Like that that memory of that like, mm. I don't feel as horrible. But at the same time, would I then want a partner who doesn't ever tell exactly. me that I've put on that yeah. much weight? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I probably would. Mm. God, you should go to my nan's. She tells me every time I go. Oh, <laughs> my nan used to do that. <laughs> and then offers and me then a chocolate biscuit, bar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's the job of a I nan. I think that is there. a nan thing. Yeah. Do you know what? Speaking of weight, sorry. Do you know what? I find like there is nothing wrong with anybody's weight. I know that from like a logical perspective. But when I look at myself, I'm like, mm -hmm. and I did say to Luke the other day, I was like, can you just stop saying nice things to me because I just don't feel them and like. Oh, but anyway, really? the worst thing happened to me when I went to my nan's at Christmas. She knits and she like had knit this oh jumper, and she pulled it out. She's like, "It's too big for me. That'll fit you, won't it?" And I was like, <laughs> on the inside, I was like, "It's time, time to shed some pounds." <laughs> and I held it, and to me, it's, it's a big jumper. And I was like, like this, and my grandma went, "Yeah, that'll fit you, won't it?" And I was like. Mm. Such a nan thing to say. Why are they lying to it? Actually, it's too big, guys. All right. <laughs> they have no filter, but then sometimes I need to hear it too. Like you need to hear just the cold, honest truth. <laughs> truth. You put weight on. Stop Sorry, eating the biscuits. Sorry, you're going to hear the Pepsi Max now. <laughs> um, no, you do. Uh, um, yeah. I don't know. That's what makes it difficult. So I am a little bit worried that he's going to be just not too nice. Yeah. Um, well, but... it's still very early days. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I just think he's like that anyway. So it'd be interesting because, like you, you were saying, you and Luke never, never ever do weight shame or no. You know, I, I don't, don't even think, joke about it, do you? No, because that for me would be like a big no. Mm. I, I think because I never. I know it's a big thing for me, but I never. I I suppose I'm so focused on shaming myself. <laughs> it doesn't even occur to me to like ever look at Luke in that way. But like I know he said to me. I think yesterday is like I'm fat or I've put on weight or something like that. I, I don't even notice, I guess. That is just not something that registers to me. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't think he's fat. Yeah. But I guess the same as I, he says to me nice things and I say to him nice things, it doesn't sink yeah. in, does it? Mm -hmm. So I guess our biggest goal of the year is to be kind to ourselves. Yeah, be personal ones. Yeah. Yeah, Jackie. Yeah, Jackie. Yeah, be kind Jackie. to us, our critical voice. Be kind to us when things are new this year and changing. That's why I bought us this book. I bought <gasps> oh, us a book yes. for Christmas. I was just in, we were shopping in Stratton, Stratford um, not so long ago, and I saw these books. It's Change the Story, a guided journal for inspiring awareness and action today and beyond. But I bought one for the three of us because I thought it'd be quite, because we've all talked about, you know, the way that we are with, it, with ourselves. So I thought it'd be quite interesting to do it, and already I opened up the first page and I was like, I was <laughs> first like, page is hell. difficult. I know. I was like, bloody hell, I can't do this. Do you know I did that? I was really nice to myself. Nice. And that you know that beginning bit where it's like take five minutes to journal. I haven't done that bit yet. Yeah, I'll send a picture to you later. But I was I made sure like I I felt in like a good mood anyway. But I made sure I was like, because that's kind of like the message and I'd want to hear for myself anyway. So Pardon, that's everyone. the goal that I'm going to try and do. My supervisor asked me the other day, "What you know? What is it that you're, I'm planning on doing and stuff?" Mm. And that is the goal. I want to, for once, uh, for once, I actually just want to start 
doing something about this critical voice. Yeah. Like I talk about it, I'm aware of it, you know, I spent the last few years challenging it a little bit, but now I need to up it and yeah, actually figure out why my that voice is so powerful. Mm. Um change my story. Yeah, change it. <laughs> change it guys. Change. 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 <laughs> well um change. so it's just talking about this uh, kind of goal setting. Do you ever remember like a particular goal or one that stands out for you? whether it's an emotional one or one that meant something that you actually did overcome that you maybe you didn't think you were going to or anything like that? Mm. No. Genuinely <laughs> can't. All right, end of that. <laughs> Genuinely uh, can't think I suppose I have an on, ongoing working goal, like emotional one, of like with regards to like trauma and stuff. And there's like points and... I suppose like my own therapy where I thought I wouldn't overcome different aspects and I have pushed through. Does that count? Yeah, if we wanted to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're pleasure at straws now, guys. I just think like if you ever had anything in your life that you thought I'm really not gonna get that and then but you've kind of pushed yourself to do something and you know and it might even be as simple as like a job or it might be, you know, something to do with a relationship or probably this course actually. Right. Yeah, that's true. I never thought I'd have like any form of qualification or education or yeah. anything. I just thought that wasn't on the cards for me. And here I am. There you are. Here's 2022. Oh, no. You're going to become a qualified counsellor. Yeah. I think mine would be the house. Yeah. Like, even, yeah not true. necessarily this one, the one that I had with Daniel, because I genuinely, up until probably like 29, I never thought I'd be in a position to own a house. I just thought I would, I'm would. i always going to be that guy that probably has to rent or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, because even when Daniel and I tried to, like, set goals to um, save, it just never happened. And so I just thought, oh, you know, and I, and I was working at the school and the money was always crap at the school. So I just assumed that I would never kind of get anything. And it's only since I got into counselling. And when you go into counselling as well, one of the first things they tell mm-hmm. you when they're trying to get you in is that you're never going to earn money from it. So I just always assumed that I would just, yeah, be renting. Mm-hmm. So when, when we got to a point where I could own, when we owned our house, I don't know, something felt really, I don't know, I felt like an adult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt like I'd arrived as an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of my moments, I think. I think that was the thing, because like people talk about it all the time about being a role model, people looking up to you, obviously I work with young boys and things like that. And But yeah, I never quite felt like I was an adult. I just felt like I was still an 18-year-old in my head that was just functioning. Yeah. Mm. Um, so now all of a sudden, to do that and then looking at the future and you know, looking at family and stuff like that. I don't know. I feel like I've arrived. You've arrived. At the age of grand old age of 36. You're ready for the meridian. I literally know as soon as I. <laughs> Sorry, I'm drinking my water bottle. I need to get you like a sponge because you do fiddle, don't you? I, I do, need to yeah. get you like a sponge <laughs> or something that. I've got some toys that I've had to put away at my counselling room because of COVID. We'll bring you the toys out. All we'll right, bring yeah. the toys. I bought you a toy last year for your birthday. You haven't used it yet. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we'll move swiftly on, won't we, from that <laughs> what's, your, what's your goal? <laughs> to use the toy. <laughs> No, Shanice would be. Uh, Shanice wouldn't know what the bloody hell's going on. <laughs> be like on a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't like this guy. Let's go. 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 Let's
Fantastic. You didn't even give us a goal, now that you've heard ours. What, yeah, you, I don't think I actually have a goal. You said you were going to have to say it was day by day, aren't yeah. you? No, 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 I mean like something you've achieved that you didn't realise. I think Lisa in the house, probably had a house for me, to get a house on my own hmm. was a massive thing. Um, like again, probably something that you never think is actually going to happen. And when it does, and you walk in with the keys, and you're like, "Oh my god, yeah. how have I actually done this?" Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think probably that the house is. A, yeah, I didn't even consider the house as a goal that you don't think you're going to get to, and you do. It's probably quite a big milestone. Um, yeah, no, there's no other real goals, I suppose, that you could say, "Oh, your GCSEs," or but I don't really class those as goals. Yeah. Make, making it through school. Making it goal. through. <laughs> yeah, no, no other sauce. I can't the, much more to that. What are the things like we've talked about self sabotage and things like that before in previous things? But you know, obviously we can repeat. But what what do you find probably gets in the way of your when you do set goals for yourselves or anything like that? What do you like? Yeah, what is it about your character? What do you know that you have that gets in the way of that? Fear of success. Fear of success. Yeah. Like, what do I, what's going to happen once I get that? Where do I go from there? Yeah. What do I work to at that point? Yeah. And then that leads right on nicely to self-sabotage. I think that's probably... What is it that you do, though, that, like, what what starts to happen? Mm. So what is it that happens in your head, or do you, I think do you life even notice gets it in the straight, way. straight away? Well, you allow life to get in the way. I think life gets in the way. So if you have a goal of, like we said, go to the gym or lose weight or do this thing... <laughs> It's life happens where, I don't know, I'll have one day of just eating rubbish and then that carries on for three months. And then I'm like, right, no, I need to sort myself out now. So it's probably just, I think you, well, for me, it probably goes unnoticed until you look back and think, oh, what happened there? Why have I mm. not lost a stone yet? <laughs> Rather than... I think I... Do you think that's, do you think, sorry, do you sure. think that's a bit of self-sabotage, the fact that you, because if you were that determined and that motivated, you wouldn't allow life to just swiftly... No, because I think go. there are times where I've, being very motivated, like I've been told I'm a motivated person. Yeah. Like I know Daniel said to me before, he's he gets motivated from me seeing what I've done or Yeah. So I think there are I think my character is to be motivated, but there's just some times where you just think, Oh, I can't be bothered or you just let life happen. Yeah. Work gets busy, so you slack off of a certain thing or it's not so much something that gets in the way that makes you stop. It's other things take priority, I guess, or Things change or life changes direction, and that takes you off course for a bit. I think recently I've noticed that I, I don't even know if it's the right word, but I think I get a bit self righteous maybe. So when like I'm restricted by doing coursework and stuff, and like my friends are like inviting me to social plans, I know I'm starting to sabotage when I start to prioritise that over other stuff because in my head I'm like, well, I didn't really have most of that much of that for most of my life so yeah I am going to do it <laughs> enjoy it I'm not going to let this hold me back mm-hmm. and I think recently I've realised like that's just me using it as an excuse as like an escape to avoid the difficult stuff mm. so I think once that starts happening <clears throat> that's when I'm well I, I don't know at the time only now reflecting back that's when I think oh this is it I'm starting to sabotage myself now yeah. I'm setting myself up for a fail yeah. so I, yeah I think that's probably what I do mine's appearance I've noticed that even when I was coming to the end of my counselling course, mm. that I noticed that I started doing that a lot. So I was like, there was a lot of self-sabotage anyway. But yeah, I would start, you know, not taking that much care. Mm. I'd go to college probably in like joggers and 
a thing. I wouldn't cut my hair, I wouldn't shave. And I'd notice in the mirror that I looked like a tramp, but I just didn't care and wouldn't do anything about it. That's when I normally know then that something's creeping in. Mm. But um, That's interesting. Yeah, so if you see me with, um, like, if I really let my hair grow out, or if don't, I haven't shaved for ages, you know... Um, don't ask me that, because I think you always look nice, so I'm not the one to come to for that. Uh, <laughs> like, the podcast is always good. Oh, <laughs> maybe I'm just a joyful person. Maybe you are. I don't see. change. Like the good in people. Yeah. Yeah, Jackie. Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie. Um, I was, this was going to be a thing. How do you envisage success in your life? I was going to... I wrote that down earlier. So, like, how do you... Like, I, I often ask um, clients, like, when you're 75, sat on your garden bench. Have I said this on here before? I think we've touched on this already before. Like, what, what, we, how will you know like? between now and then that you've been successful for what you want? I think it's just if you're happy within yourself, if you're happy with, if you feel like you've acted true to yourself and you're happy with what's around you. Like for me, it'd be a family, good friends, happy, it doesn't have to be the biggest house in the world, but as long as you're stable and settled and happy, then for me, that's more than enough. Uh, but what? But then over Britain. No, no, no. Actually, that is a lovely, uh, lovely image, I think, but I would probably then break that down and go, Right, how do you know what's happy? How would you be able to sit on there and say, I'm happy? Like you said about the people around you, but what else? Mm. What's your version of happy? Um, not right now, because I'm starving hungry, that's for <laughs> <Okay>. sure. <laughs> we're having, what are we having in a minute? Feeds us. Feeds um, I think happiness is a... It's a feeling of safety and contentness. And not, for me, not wanting more. I think that's your true happiness. Okay. I think. Um, um, I think definitely contentedness. Yeah. Um, but also, it's like sound a bit weird, but when I've stuck to the things that were really difficult, and I know I pushed through anyway, and I got a lot out of that, like, I don't know if that makes any sense, but like, you know when you've got like an obstacle in your way, and, and instead of not doing it, you go for the easy option. Yeah. I think I know I'll be happy if I continue to do what I wanted to do regardless of how difficult it was yeah like that sort of like enrichment you get yeah. self-pride of yeah. yeah I did that but that's that thing in it like we obviously have talked before about our quote in the arena mm. like I think that's one of the things I've talked to myself about over the last couple of weeks is that I need to regardless of the outcome mm. I need to make sure I'm still in it yeah yeah, I, yeah. you know so actually and that's what I mean, that, that dogged fight. You know, I'd love to, I'd love to be able to sat, sit on the bench knowing that I still did that. I still gave my chance to, mm. to fight for it, even if the outcome wasn't the way I wanted it to or, or I had to go or I had to adapt it or what, whatever. I don't know. Like, I, I just yeah. want to be in the arena fighting for the person and the life that I want for myself. Yeah, totally. Um, oh, it's deep, isn't it? Very deep. That's like my... All-time favourite quote ever. That's yeah, probably. Yeah. You got it me for Christmas. I know, and now you just need to get the tattoo. You, I do want the tattoo. I do. So we, I will get that this year. That'll be another goal to get that tattooed oh, on yeah. my arm. But I've got it. Like they bought me as a wired thing, and my dad's making me a wooden structure for it to sit on under my TV unit. So that's good. 
um, live in the arena. It's called. If you want to, if you're interested in that quote, it's uh, it's quite a long quote, but it's brilliant. It's by Theodore Roosevelt. I think it's called the Man in the Arena, isn't yeah. it? I don't know. Yeah. But um, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't care. He doesn't care. I love the quote. <laughs> I love it. No, I just call it in the, the the in the arena quote. I think because like yeah, living in the arena, that's a general message, isn't it? Yeah. Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think it's the heat of time, guys. Yeah, it is the actually. heat of time. If you thought hungry Rhea was scary before the pregnancy. <laughs> you do get hungry, don't you? I actually am. Rhea I will admit I get really hungry, yeah. Not a lot, Lee. Come no, on. I mean, like, when you're hungry, you get angry. I, I mean. do, yeah. I do yeah. So I just do. I get really ratty and really slim patient. So. I'll, I'll crack on. Yeah. Poor Shanice, if mum's ever hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and she wants her food first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can wait. I'm six months old. Doesn't matter. Oh, gosh. I'm to can you imagine? Pancitas. Yeah, she wants the breastfeed or something. I'm like, no, you can wait till after I've had mine. Yeah. You'll learn. I'm doing a cheese board. Stop it now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cheese board. Bless her. Right. Thank you very much. Here's to uh, 2022, guys. Yeah, here's, here's to 2022. 2022. Ciao for now. Ciao for now. Ciao for now. <laughs> <laughs>